Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 94, The Power of Hibernating. In this episode, we share studies and our own personal experiences on the power of removing yourself from your busy life and taking time to reflect and allow your body and nature to catch up with itself. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the power of hibernating. And this one's an important one. And I think that animals show the power behind hibernating and we can too. They do. Bears hibernate. What other animals hibernate? I uh, bears. <laughs> okay, I didn't plan on this to think about those animals. That's okay. I can think of bears. I know what can't hibernate because I have a found a study. Rats can't hibernate. Rats can't hibernate. Well, naturally. Naturally. But artificially, they okay. can. Okay. So going back to the bears. So I brought yes. up the bears for a reason because the bears have three seasons in their life. They have. Okay. Let me get it right here. <laughs> So, they have, the bears that is, can't find it. <laughs> Do you want me to tell oh, you? Oh, they have active season, a, peri- a period of intensive eating, and hibernation. Okay. And I brought that up for a reason because, so they have active season, they have intensive eating, and they have hibernation. When bears go in hibernation, their body slows down, their heart rate slows down, everything just slows down and decreases. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's powerful about this episode for humans is we have times to where we're very active. We have times where we're eating all the fruit that comes into our life. And then we have times where we need to withdraw a little bit, have solitude, mm-hmm. relax, slow things down so we can receive everything and catch up. That's and allow true. nature to catch up with us. That's so true. We do need that. Have you ever seen um, the movie Forever Young with Mel Gibson? Parts of it. Okay. That is all about where um, they were doing a, a study. It's the best movie. If you haven't watched it, I love it. Um, they did a study in the movie where Mel Gibson was put in a little chamber and he was frozen. And one of his friends that was supposed to open the chamber died before this time capsule like mm-hmm. to hold him in time and see if he was preserved. Um, but he died and then luckily a little boy opened him up, opened up the chamber. But it reminded me of a study that I found. And what's that? So one thing is, is neuroscientists know the benefits of sleep. They know the power behind sleep. It, it helps the lymphatic system. The brain actually clears out toxic... Um, All the toxins. To- toxins and everything. And everything. In so it clears out toxic waste um, through its lymphatic system. And there was a study done by Dr. Matteo Carey at a university in Italy. And his team actually induced hibernation in rats. And rats don't normally hibernate. So this is an artificial hibernation. And they injected them with a chemical in a certain area of of the brain. And they inhibited neural activity, which means that they they caused them not to be able to do certain things. Mm -hmm. You know, it was hibernation. Mm -hmm. Now, they did feed them. They fed them um, food at different points, but they were shut down. Their their brain was shut down for six hours. Mm -hmm. 
And what happened when they injected them, I just want to make sure that I say everything on here. Um, their body temperature started to lower. Their heart rate started to lower, like you mentioned about the bears. Their um, blood pressure started to lower and they started to know notice that they took on the, character the characteristics of a hibernating animal, like a natural hibernation. And they put them in a dark and chilly room too and fed them high fat diets known to lower their metabolism rate. Mm -hmm. Like that's what they did. Mm -hmm. And with this, and they noticed that the brain pattern resembled bears and animals that naturally hibernate. They took them off of this injection and they came back normal. So they actually noticed that their behavior wasn't strange. They didn't have any kind of strange activity. So when they did this, it made me think of humans. Imagine if either we choose to do things like meditate, which is not one of my strengths right now with sitting and meditating, sitting still without anything else. Um, my strength is more so finding things that ignite meditation. So float pods, um, crystal bowl meditation, those forms of meditation instead of sitting in silence I like to put myself in a different environment and do it that way. Um, but I always say in this episode, meditation is a powerful thing. So I would like to get to that place where I could sit in silence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. So obviously so, here, we're not telling humans to go and you know, hibernate for six months or three months or whatever it is. But we're more talking about solitude. We're more talking about retracting from things because life is so fast-paced like mm -hmm. everything is going 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 and it's just getting more and more like that so i think it's so valuable to take a week to take a month to take a day if you don't have that take an hour each day to retract a little bit and to meditate or maybe take a nap or like what Lindsay was saying there's different ways that she does like i know you go for walks and that's a form of meditation different things that you do to kind of retract and kind of just let your body slow down, let your heart rate slow down, like like what happens with bears mm -hmm. and the rats. Uh, when they go in hibernation, things start to slow down. I think that's the whole point of this episode is... Your body works better when it comes slow back. Slow down. Let your body catch up. Because I feel like we go at a such faster rate, and not I feel, I know, we go at a much faster rate than nature. So it's like we got to let things catch up mm -hmm. and that's why like our intentions are all out there we we're gonna we're gonna manifest this we're gonna do this and that's why the universe takes a little bit of time to catch back up and then it manifests because we're going at a faster rate so sometimes yeah. we need to slow down to speed up yeah exactly and i think that sleep is definitely overrated because i i know myself i'm really my mom always underrated. said you're underrated not overrated underrated um, I always was told you're nocturnal because I always like to stay up late. But I, if you can have a balance of, I would say about eight hours, more, a little bit more would be great too. Um, you're gonna notice a difference with that when you, if you sleep less than six hours, I notice a huge difference. I actually feel like I'm hungover. You know, Me my too. college days of going out and drinking and waking up and feeling hungover like that it's the same type of feeling when I don't get enough sleep. So you really can tell a difference. And I believe that when our body is work is more at rest, our body works better, we can think more clearly, 
we're not, um, there's more patience involved. I know when I don't get enough sleep, I feel impatient. Mm -hmm. So those are other things so that can thing. happen. So I think a lot of people could look at, oh, if I sleep eight hours, I'm going to lose two hours for the day. Because usually I sleep six and I can get more done. Oh. And it's more of this thing like we think that the more that we work, the yeah. more we get done. When it's really not like that. If you really it's just not. get in harmony with the laws of nature as cliches that sound and as fairy tales that sound. If you really just tune into yourself and feel like, what does that mean to me? Getting in harmony with the laws of nature. Well, this is what we're talking about in this episode. You've taken time daily, uh, monthly. If you're an entrepreneur, you could take off a month if you needed it. Yeah. Um, I know every summer we travel, we don't necessarily take off the whole time, but we have times where we're traveling and we're enjoying and we need that time Yeah. to where we could just reflect and, and come back. And then we'll, every time I notice that we come back stronger, I come back stronger. Definitely. I notice that you come back stronger. Yeah, I feel so different. And that's why I totally don't believe in the philosophy is, you know, hustle, 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 you know, grind, don't sleep. You can sleep when you're dead. Like, I don't believe in any of that um, talk. Like, I actually fully believe in going with the laws of nature. And that's how we do our business, where we follow the seasons. So it's really, really important. And I think... Some of the things you may be thinking, well, how can I do this? Like, how can I get to that space? One, just make a conscious effort to set an alarm to go to sleep. That's one thing. Um, the other thing is, is find things that actually do lower your heart rate. Uh, I know with Fitbit, I don't have it on now, it's charging, but it will actually show your heart rate. And you can tell if you're in a space where you feel relaxed, you're gonna notice there's a difference. It's almost like your body can catch up. So I can share some things that I like to do and then Tony can mm -hmm. share his, but like I just shared the float tank. So I just went into a float tank. This is the last time I did it was 10 years ago and it's a thousands of um, pounds of salt and you naturally float. You don't need to try. You just lay down you feel like you're floating on a cloud. And what happens is, is it does lower your, um, your heart rate lowers your blood pressure. It just makes you feel more relaxed and you're in like a little pod. And it actually feels like you're in the womb. That's what it's supposed to mimic, you being in the womb. You can turn the light on, you can, or you can keep it off. I chose to keep it off um, and you shut the pod. It looks, if you look it up, you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, and it's almost like a moment of nothingness. So it's almost like forced meditation being in there because you can't really go anywhere. You just lay in this pod. It's amazing. And then another thing I love to do is sit in nature or paint, different things like that for crafts. That's something that really keeps me more calm too. And the beautiful thing about this is too, I want to do the floating. Oh my God, you now have to, you like this that. week you Lindsay need to do it. She was very excited about that and, and yeah. you want to do it. Yeah, I'm like, why haven't I done this since 10 years ago? Like, I need to do this more. And just added to what you were saying, um, when you're in the float tank, when you're in those that space to where you're relaxed and your heart rate's slowing down, that's when all of your insight comes in. That's oh, when yeah. when you're closest to source. That's when you're going to get that big breakthrough idea or that clarity. And as all of you know in this, that, watch, that listen to our podcast, you understand that clarity is where your power is. And that's what this is about, too, is slowing down, getting clear. Mm -hmm. and allowing that insight to come in. And then also changing the way you see solitude. Because sometimes you can look at solitude in a negative light or you can look at it in a positive light. Because I look at solitude and hibernation, they go hand in hand. It's, it 
to me that's what we're talking about here. And I wanted to add a study to this. So Virginia Thomas, who's a psychology professor at the University of Wilmington College, um, studied students and their potential reasons for having solitude. So they had two, she they had two or she had two groups of students. Mm-hmm. One group chose to have solitude a lot of you know, throughout the day, a lot of the times because of negative reasons, because of social anxiety, because of um, different things like that. They just wanted to be alone because of fear. Mm-hmm. And they're allowing all their fears to keep them in solitude. And then, and then there was another group of students to where they would go in solitude each day for enjoyment, for recharging, for different things like that. Right. Well, between the two groups, they found that the group that went in solitude for positive reasons like recharging and all mm-hmm. that, they had positive uh, relationships in general with people Lisa. around them. They had uh, less anxiety, less depression, less all that than the other group. The other group that chose solitude for the negative reasons, like trying to avoid being social, trying to avoid anxiety around people, um, they had higher levels of anxiety and depression. They had um, a lot of issues in relationships. It was consistent across the board. So yeah. I bring that up to shift your perspective with solitude and look at it like it's something that's valuable for you. It's something that if you look at it in a positive light, like I'm going, I'm taking this two hours to myself to be alone in nature, not because I'm I'm alone or not because of that. And you may be an introvert. It doesn't matter any of that. It's more your positive outlook on it. I'm going to go here and I'm going to recharge and I'm going to put this in my day. I'm going to, I'm going to put this in my year. I'm, I know some people, Rich Litvin, a guy that I study, he's a coach. Mm-hmm. He takes off, I believe he said three months out of the year. That makes three sense. Three months out of the year he takes off and then he works a couple days per week. And that works for him. So yeah. you've got to figure out what works, what for, works you. for you, especially as an entrepreneur. And if you work um, for a company and you have a set schedule, well, you could you could use your, um, your week's vacation. But you could also do it on a weekly basis to where you put that solitude into your daily practice. Right. For positive reasons. Exactly. And if you feel like, oh, this isn't working for me, this schedule is not working for me, just know that there's availability to do it differently. Always. You know, don't feel like you're locked in. So that's something to think about too. You can change that if you don't like your schedule. You can you can figure it out if you. Yeah, this isn't a serious thing. This is all about experimenting. I look at it like so. A lot of people they want science to back things, which is cool. That's why we had studies to our podcast. But it's like the real science is take an idea, apply it into your life. If it works for you, who gives a crap if it has anything, you know, based by it? So I look at all of this as like take what we're saying here and experiment. Yeah. See how it works in your life. Exactly. I think one of the big things with this is is I've seen both situations come up for me when you were sharing that study. One, I need my alone time. Like mm-hmm. that's just something that I need. Um And I think a lot of my students do too. That's why when we do the retreat every year, I build in alone time for them to Mm -hmm. have that time. Um, Because I think it's so powerful to have that time to recharge, especially if you're doing energy. Well, they don't know. Not everyone knows that, but yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I just gave away a secret. Well, that's okay. That's right. (laughs) But there's yeah, there's a parts of the retreat where I sprinkle in different things, and they have their alone time. Yeah. And also, so we have that time too to to be alone and not feel like you have to talk to anyone. Um, but the big thing is, is when, so I was just saying this the other day, I went to a birthday party, my friend's birthday party, and I hadn't been to a party 
like an actual house party in a long time. And before I left, I said to Tony, I'm like, this is so weird because he wasn't going to come with me because he had to finish something that he was doing. And I said, I felt so weird going because I haven't been in a big group setting like that in a while. And it was more because I was so focused on kind of getting my stuff done and focused on recharging before I went back into the world. But once I got there, I felt good and it was energizing. But you could easily fall into the trap of hiding out and not socializing. So I could see both ways to it, but I need to be recharged before I'm good for anyone. And I think that's a great point you're bringing up right here. Yeah. Because that, that's where you make that distinction in your own self. You can't, we can't tell you, nobody else can. You gotta know, am I, am I not going here because of fear or am I not going here because of self-care? So it's, that's an easy question to ask in anything. Exactly, and that reminds me of, am I being around a bunch of people because of a fear of having solitude for myself because I have to think for myself and, side, yes. and actually like deal with my own stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so that's a big thing too. So you're around people so that you don't have to be in solitude. Because when you're in solitude, when you're by yourself, everything comes up. Oh yeah. Nobody to project things on. That's an excellent point. Yeah, so think about that. Like if, you, if you're not someone that can be alone, you have to pick up the phone and get on the phone. You can't be alone at the grocery store in line. You have to look down at your phone. I've had moments like that. I mean, I spent, before I moved here to Tampa in 2011 yeah. in St. Louis, um, I was going, oh, going, yeah. going, going. Lindsay recognized that right away. She's like, you're not having any time to like slow down and really feel what you're feeling. Yeah. And that took me several years after I moved to Tampa to really like, it was really weird for me not to like, like literally St. Louis, I would drive from one friend's house to another, to work, to school, to here. Like I was never well, sitting still. I, I could see I it clearly here. because I used to do that in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be home. I wanted to keep on going out and, and not sit still. I wanted to keep going. Which is fun and it's exciting. I had a great time doing it. But once again, going back to that question about solitude, um, self-care or fear and that goes on the flip side on both. And we all need it. We all need alone time. We oh, yeah. all need time to, to retract. You know, well, and when you're energy. not alone, you I noticed that you can go, and I've done it before, you go to other people for stuff instead of going inward. Mm -hmm. So of course you have friends or whatever, you call it an intuitive, a medium, you know, for information, that's totally fine. But sometimes it can get in the way if you're not even taking time for yourself to get the information that right. you have within your soul. If you're not going into that you space, find that perfect combination that works for you, where you spend enough time with your coach or yeah. intuitive, um, you spend your alone time, you're studying, your family time, all of that. It's very, I can see how it's very complex, but the more that you reflect on it, I think reflection is huge, and you apply it into your own life and then reflect on it, and just you'll figure out what works for you. And yeah. It's a never-ending thing. I think we're constantly changing all the time, so you constantly. Um, switch things up get creative get very creative with all of this don't think there's just one way to do it oh yeah and you'll feel too when something's out of balance like I just said it the other day my intention for the next few months is to be more social like to have my recharging time but to really be more social um, so outside of like the internet because you know I'm, I'm constantly talking to my students and um, that's like an easy thing mm -hmm. that you can be stuck in you know, and it's a good thing to have the internet. It's amazing, but also to socialize outside too. So I think it's something to think about and it's pretty amazing when you take that time to have the solitude, 
to think about what the next step is to have that balance. Absolutely. I don't have my clarity until I get on my bike or my rollerblades and then I, I Yeah, that's your water, thing when you have that. And all of a sudden everything just becomes very clear to me. All my frustrations I had before that, they would kind of leave and I would see clearly and have compassion for whatever situation I'm in. Mm-hmm. And that works for me. A bike ride, rollerblades, I love that walking. Stuff. Bike riding I love. So we hope this episode helped you. Share with us if there was a moment that you had of solitude um, that you can remember and you felt like, oh, I could breathe again or anything that's come up, whether it's fear or excitement, thinking about this topic and share with us. We all need to have a little hibernation in our life. So trust that feeling. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoy this episode and we will see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.